This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. The following is an encore presentation of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers. I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee, as I am each and every week. And look, we've got an exciting show. We're kicking off 2023. Got great stuff coming for you. Our goal this year is to help each and every one of you play better golf. We've got lots of information. We're going to continue to bring the best teachers, the best fitness experts, the best mental coaches, the best players, everything that you need, uh, you know, from out in the field, from my travels, to play better golf is going to be available for you here uh, on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show here on WNSP. Um, we've got an awesome show for you today. We've got uh, Jackson Court uh, recently moving down to going to announce it here, Atlantic Beach Country Club. We've got Kelly Stenzel, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher down in Palm Beach. She's frequent guest here on the show. She does a wonderful job. And we've got Eddie Dry. As you know, from time to time, I bring Eddie on. He, he's longtime regional uh, of Shrixon Cleveland Golf, Zexio. Uh, just d- been such a big supporter of the show for so long. Um he really just does a, does a great job, and he always has some interesting takes. So Eddie's going to join us, and this show's all about scoring better because there's lots of ways to play better golf. There's lots of ways to get better. Um, you know, sometimes those things require swing changes, and sometimes they require lessons. But there's a lot of things you can do to play better golf that don't have anything to do. Um, with making a swing change or anything like that, right? Uh, and we're going to share some of those tips. But before we do do that, I want to bring attention to one of our sponsors. Look, I hope that none of you ever need legal representation. I hope nobody's ever hit by a car. I hope none of you have ever been wronged by an employer, uh, have a reason to have a lawsuit. But if you do, you want to go to Taylor, Martino, and Rowan. And I equate it to this. Look, Picking a lawyer is like picking a golf instructor. So when you pick your golf instructor, you should always pick the people that – I always tell folks you want to pick people that have had the most success, right? Who's made the most people play better golf? Who's got the most technology and the most science behind them and the most fitness beside them, behind them and the most resources to to help your game? Well, it's, it's no different than when picking a lawyer. You want, who, I mean, who are the lawyers – that have won the most for their clients? Who are the lawyers that have won the biggest cases and the biggest settlements? Who've got the most success stories? Who have the most resources behind them to do the research and to find the experts and has the most access, most experts so that you're the most prepared and give you the best chance when you go to court? It's Taylor Martino and Rowan, our good friend Ed Rowan. Folks, I'm going to tell you, Ed Rowan is incredibly passionate about the game of golf. He's passionate about getting better. He's passionate dedicated to everything he does. And when it comes to golf, that's only a hundredth of how he is when it comes to being his client and fighting for his the rights and what his clients are entitled to. I know this personally because I've listened to him. I've talked to him. Um, 
he's a good friend. He's a big supporter of the Dew Sweepers. But nobody's going to fight harder. Nobody's got more resources. Nobody has more success than Taylor Martino and our good friend Ed Rowan. So look them up here in Mobile, Alabama, or South Alabama if you need legal representation. Um, uh, look, we've got a couple notes here. we got a, a special event for you. Um, February 3rd. Last year we did it during the Masters. Um this year I've got a player in the Masters, uh, so I won't be here. I like to do when I'm here. We're having our huge sale, um, fitting sale. Look, you're not going to find a better time to buy any equipment. We've got the folks from Shrikshon, Cleveland, Zexio. We've got their tour fitters coming in, uh, the best fitters that they've got coming in to fit you for all the new equipment. Look, their new equipment is out. It is unbelievable. Uh, I got uh, – I got a new set of irons. Uh, I don't always get new equipment, but these irons are phenomenal. Um, the MKZX four, uh, fives, sevens, fours. We're going to have all the shafts. We're going to have the drivers, fairway woods, hybrids, Zexios, the new Cleveland wedges, everything you need. We're going to be fitting them here, and they're going to be at the ri- ridiculous, crazy low prices. I'll be here. I will personally make a deal with you. Whatever you need to do, we're going to get you fit. It's by appointment only. So you got to go to do, you got to call us. You got to come in here, uh, dosweepersgolf.com. Go to dosweepersgolf.com or DM me. Go to at the dosweeper and uh, tell me. Tell us you want to come in and get fit. But our fit February 3rd, we're going to have Taco Mama. I'm going to bring tacos in for everybody. Uh, we'll have some music going in here. We're going to have a, we're going to have a blast, going to have a big time. So February 3rd is our big fitting event. It's Friday, February 3rd. It kicks off Mardi Gras. A lot of folks are off as well. So look. February 3rd is our huge fitting event with Shrikson Cleveland Golf Zexio. Make sure you come in, and I'm going to run a look. I'm going to do a, something special for you. If you listen to the Dew Sweepers, if you listen to this show, and you'll go DM me on Instagram at the Dew Sweeper uh, or at Dew Sweeper Golf on Twitter, or you shoot us an email at Dew Sweeper Golf, say you heard it on the show, and you come in on February 3rd, I'll give you a free dozen golf balls. So I'll give you a free dozen golf balls if you DM me you on Instagram at the Dew Sweeper or on Twitter at Dew Sweeper Golf, or you go to DewSweepersGolf.com and you send us an email saying you heard it, and you, you can come in on February 3rd, pick up your free golf balls, and visit with us. We want to hear from you. We want to know you're listening, so make sure you do that. It is now, my friends, time to go to the Shrikson Cleveland Golf Zexio Tip of the Week. And, again, everything this show is about playing better golf, right? And like I said, there's lots of things that you can do uh, without making a swing change, uh, without playing crummy for a few weeks. There's lots of things to do to help you shoot lower scores, right? And one of the, I'm going to give you a couple of uh, ways to do this learned a couple of the one of these from my old mentor hj um look everybody says oh if i just drove it further and i drove it i'd be a way better part which is true for so many people right but one thing to do that'll help you with your wedge game and it also help you see how good you are is on every hole you play your hole normally drop a ball from the middle of the fairway Say it's a hundred yard from a hundred yards or any do different wedge distances each time. Play a ball from there. Pretend that was your tee ball, uh, and see what you shoot from there. Okay, it's kind of like a almost like a shamble, right? And it, see, do you really shoot a ton better than what what you shot? 
with your own ball, right? See how important is your driving. It'll also help you improve your wedge. It'll help you see how good are your wedges, right? Great game to play. So every hole, par fours, you put it at a wedge distance. Uh, par threes, you go up to a wedge distance, play an extra ball. Par fives, you play your third shot from 40, 50 yards, whatever. See, uh, do I score better, Okay. Do I score better if I've always got a wedge in? Many of you are going to find out you do, and that would tell you you need to drive it a little better or there's other things to work on. Some of you would be, hey, I didn't really shoot that much better. You know what? I'm not that good a wedge player. That's what i got to work on. Great game there. Another one, and I've done this a ton with my tour players. Zach Zucker comes to mind. Lucas Glover comes to mind. Look, every other hole. So you play in nine. You can do it on the odds. Do it on the evens. Look, you drop three golf balls. From random spots, I always pick one easy, one kind of medium, one hard. Sometimes I throw in bunker shots. Sometimes it might be a 30-yard pitch. But drop two or three balls, and I try to get them up and down. you got to chip, pitch them, chip them, and then you got to go put them in the hole and keep score. It's very practical practice. It's real uh, game-time experience, if you will. You play the ball as it lies. It's, heck, it's, it's just getting better at what you're doing on the golf course. So try those two games while you're playing. See if they don't help you play better golf. That, my friends, is the Shrixon Cleveland Golf Zexio Tip of the Week. I want to remind everybody out there, once again, everything you need to play better golf is available for you at DoSweepersGolf.com. That's DoSweepersGolf.com. Don't forget our huge sale event. We've got, we're going to have Bushnell on sale, Bushnell Range Finders, Bushnell Launch Pros. We're going to have, um, I'll make a deal. You come in here, I'll make you a deal. We're going to have Shrixon, all the new equipment, Zexio, Cleveland Golf, the new wedges, golf balls. Uh, we're going to have golf balls at crazy prices, gloves at crazy prices, and I've got Vineyard Vines, Dew Sweepers t-shirts, and apparel in here. Make sure you come to Dew Sweepers downtown February 3rd for our big sale. Like I said, DM me at the Dew Sweeper or at Dew Sweeper Golf on Instagram and Twitter. Or go to our email, dosweepersgolf.com. Shoot us an email, and then all you got to do is stop by on February 3rd to pick up your free dozen golf balls. We're here to make you play better, folks. We're going to make you play better in 2023. I'm excited about the guests we've got lined up, excited about the programs we've got going on. And remember, if you've got a junior golfer, there's nobody better at developing junior talent anywhere in the country than what we have here in Mobile, Alabama, with Morgan Hale and myself. We've had... Players become the number one junior in the world. We've had three Walker Cuppers, possibly four. We've had a U.S. Amateur winner, uh, and we've had a second place in the U.S. Amateur. And countless, countless juniors from around the area go to play major college golf and college golf at all levels. So if you have a junior golfer that wants to play college golf, come find me and Morgan Hale, and you can do that by going to DoSweepersGolf.com. I'm Tony Ruggiero. I'll be right back with Jackson Court and the rest of the show to help you play better golf. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. The following is an encore presentation of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero. And uh, from the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee, and if you wonder why my Lesson Tee always looks spectacular, uh, why we always... Uh, why everybody's always happy on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee is because everything you need for your yard, 
your desk, your home, your garden, everything Jackson K Golf does, or you, if he if he can get them over there to take care of his yard or get the supplies for his yard and flower beds, it would be at Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. They're the very best. They're the most knowledgeable staff. They've got the best specials. they got everything you need to make your lawn and garden or home look uh, look its best, be the coolest. It's what you want. And also, Blaine Stokely, huge supporter of the Dew Sweepers. We're now joined by Jackson Court. Jackson, real quick, before we jump into the instruction, big announcement. You're making a move starting next week. I know the folks are excited about it, where you're headed, and they're getting a gem. Let everybody know. Yeah. So, first of all, thanks for having me again, Tony. Always a, a pleasure to be on the show. But we are making the transition just down 95 to Jacksonville, Florida, where I'll, I'll get to be director of instruction at Atlantic Beach Country Club. Um, really excited to go down there to a busy, busy club, healthy club, and start to Try not to make anybody worse, and, and hopefully lower their golf scores. Is you know I, I love doing that, so that's that's the goal well, down there. You're getting a good one, and Atlantic Beach is a good fun place. And I've told you this story before. In fact, we recounted it uh, at dinner a couple nights ago when I was down in Palm Beach Gardens with Tom Lovelady. I caddied for Tom there. Corn Prey Finals, really fun golf course, fun like very like fun to play. I thought like for all skill levels. Um, was in magnificent shape. That's caddy for Tom. And when you go to that second hole, it was our 11th. He wasn't doing quite well. And as you know, Tom can get a little contentious at times and uh, hits this beautiful drive, makes unbelievable swing. And I said, good swing. And he yelled at me that it was in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I still so tickled every time I tell that story. I mean, I was dying out there 100 degrees. I think I came close to having a heart attack. I got a stint, went into the hospital, into the see Dr. Phillips on Monday, and they put a stint on me on Tuesday. And I'm carrying a bag around Atlantic Beach, some of my finer moments. But anyways, you're going to do great. Uh, people are lucky to have you. Uh, you're going to develop a lot. I'm excited to see when you get such a good group and core of young talent and young people what you're going to be able to do. It's going to be exciting for you, and we'll be paying attention and cheering you on. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words, but uh... – a lot of the success and accolades I get are from you and your team's training, and um, sure wouldn't be anywhere without it, Tony. So I appreciate it. So you talked about making people play better. That's kind of the the theme of this show. We're talking about you know playing golf, right? And Kelly mm-hmm. Stenzel is going to come on the show and <clears throat> talk with her before. Like you know, there's a lot we can do to help people play better without like where it's not a swing change, right, where it's not – I mean, there's things we see people do on the golf course. Like, we're like, you could play way better. I mean, you don't even have to change how you swing or hit the ball, but, like, if you did X, Y, or Z, you'd be a better player. What are some of those things that you see when you work with players and take them on the golf course? Whew, uh, Pandora's box, Tony, but I think it's a great, great subject to touch on. Um you know, I think we were, you know, you and I were just talking about um, the Bushnell Launch Pro and how you could maybe use that to practice better. The first thing I think I always notice on the golf course with with people is maybe not understanding their carries and how far they actually hit the golf ball. And then understanding and being able to apply, like, the environment and the, the situations or the circumstances that they're on for each shot and how that applies. So um, maybe it's just the actual application of the game, the game part of it. You know, when we were down there 
for the pro retreat last weekend, one of the things I always learned from those guys is how, like, you know, it's good to sit there and practice the swing a little bit, but your guy, Andy Ogletree, always talks about how just hitting seven irons with a flat lie in the range isn't golf. And it's, that's true for an amateur, too, and maybe even some better players. Like, being able to read the lie, whether it's a fairway or shot around the green, um, the wind, the surface conditions, uh, maybe what the ball is doing is above your feet, below your feet, whatever, like, in visual tendencies, like if you see something with the hole that might um, influence where you're starting the ball or how you're even curving the golf ball, I think all those things kind of play into what actually happens during your shot way more than your golf swing. And so I think cueing those, cueing people into that is is a great way to, to lower people's scores and also just help them learn how to play their game a little bit. You know, I was, just to give a specific example, I was working with a a girl who plays on the Epson Tour doing some short game stuff who drove down to see me just uh, yesterday, actually. And we're working on some different shots out of, like, the dead Bermuda grass, you know, and there's we were purposely putting it so there's a little bit of grass behind it so the contact can't be crisp. Well, so she mm-hmm. she understood that when there's a little bit of interference there or the, the grass is there, that obviously there's going to be no spin. But we were kind of hitting a shot where it had to land and do a little bit of an upslope on the green, right? And so we were playing it where the pin's just on top of there. So she's kind of got to hit something with no spin that, like, rolls up this thing. So she was still – she's a little bit of a draw player. So the, the club's kind of working in to out, right, and it's – coming out there like pretty soft actually right not getting up the up the surface but all she had to do was just kind of realize that if she takes that club and gets maybe a little bit closer to it and stands that that shaft up a fraction and now that club head starts to work up and down like you know just like kind of a really close chip shot that thing actually was coming out kind of hotter and running up the slope so i think it's small things like that and applying the situation to the shot at hand and I think even your recreational player, your guy that's going to play this Saturday morning is um, is maybe keen to learn if they want to lower their scores. Absolutely. There's just, you know, that's why I think one thing, you know, I mean, there's obviously oh, lots of things we can do better. But I think one thing we do a nice job of is, is when we're developing juniors or people that want to get better is putting them with better players like tour players. Certainly yeah. helps that we have access to those, right? But – because I think so many of those things, the nuances of playing golf and of figuring out how to navigate your way around a golf course really come more, you know, from watching people do it and figuring it out, right? Yeah. And, and that's so important to still be able to play golf, to teach it, right? Because, you know, you got to be able to know and explain some of that stuff. It doesn't come from a poker game or, or whatever, or a track man, you know, and uh, uh, those nuances. And I think going out there, playing with your students, coaching them around, little things like that too, you know. And, and the other things, just like, you know, where to stand on a tee box is always one, Jackson. Oh, that's a good one. Give that to him, Tony. Little things I think could cut a half a shot here, half a shot there. Next thing you know, you shot two or three strokes lower. Agreed. 
Um, what about the wind? Like, I don't know if people are. Can we call really Eric in for this? Yes, we should definitely call Eric in for this, please. Get him to stick his finger in his mouth and figure out where the wind is going. But um, I think having an having an understanding of where the wind is and then where you are in relation to the golf course and being able to, like, you know, because a lot of times, depending on the course, you might feel like wind is a certain way just based on the trees and which way that wind might be swirling. But, you know, if you hit a high shot that's getting up above those trees, that's where, you know, the the predominant wind for the day is going to influence that golf ball more. Or understanding, like, how to hit those shots in the wind. Like, if you've gotten into the wind shot, like, I would – you can definitely club up and chip it, swing easier, right? So then all of a sudden that ball is coming out with less spin. So it might slide it a little bit lower. The wind will also affect it less. And if there's less spin, there's going to be less side-to-side dispersion. So rather than getting a club, putting it in the back of your stance and hammering down on it and trying to hit it through the wind, you know, you go the other way where you chip it, you hit it, make a slower swing, a softer swing, still going through the ball. But then this this ball, you know, instead of hitting an eight iron, you might be chipping a six or kind of smoothing a seven and it comes out with no spin and is better. But, um, you know, when we played in that pro retreat, another tip to Andy is like he kept grabbing his phone and he had a little app with where the wind was going. I mean, he used it at least 10 times in one day. That's a Those Georgia a, Tech. That's a Tech nerd. Tech. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's an awesome. Great help for all the dew sleepers. Congrats on the Atlantic Beach. We're looking forward to – I'm getting ready to load up the Enclave and just bring tons of dew sleepers down I-10. Um, looking forward to doing some stuff with you. Let everybody know how to find you real quick. Yeah, best way just through Instagram or um, Skillist. On Instagram, it's at Jackson K Golf, and uh, Skillist is Jackson Court. Just uh, look me up. Feel free to shoot me a text message on there, DM videos, and I'll uh, be happy to help from far. Awesome stuff, Jackson. That's Jackson Court at Jackson K Golf. I'm Tony Ruggiero. The New Sweepers Golf Show is going to be right back with more help for your golf game. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. The following is an encore presentation of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson T, reminding you the Dew Sweepers, we have everything you need to play better golf. Go to DeuceSweepersGolf.com. Now joined by my good friend, one of the great teachers in the game, Golf Magazine, top 100 teacher from up in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Mr. Wayne Flint. Wayno, I've word, I got it through Telegraph that you were down at your palatial estate down there in Navarre. You're probably up there. You probably got snipers up there in the, you know, up there on the towers making sure I'm not sneaking in. So how is it down at the beach? It's it's pretty calm and pretty peaceful this morning. I'm sitting here. Uh, Sitting here on the back porch with a cup of coffee, looking at uh, 
looking at the ocean or the Gulf. So it's uh, oh my nice gosh, <laughs> oh absolutely awesome stuff. Wait, so Wayno, just add, so I'll kind of take you through the show. I I did my Shrikeside Cleveland Golf Zexio Tip of the Week, and in there I talked about the old stuff because we've had a lot of people talking this time of year. You know, I learned this from you. Hank, you know, hey, the time of year to make a change is the off season, right? And, uh, um, you know, and I talked about, you know, Vaughn Taylor, I'll send you these pictures, sent me a video yesterday, him at home, and it was dramatically different than it was a week ago at Jackson. He said, man, it's way easier to work on something, not at a tournament. I'm like, well, no kidding, duh, you know? And, uh, but, you know, and, and then and I talked about how, you know, the the quickest way to make changes and stuff is really without a ball, right? You know, and or slow motion stuff. Full speed, trying to change something. And if you go to a guy that just stands out there, films you, and keeps telling you to change stuff and makes you just go 100 miles an hour, probably not in the right spot because you're not really going to get better. And I talked a little bit about the stuff from Colby, about changing movement patterns without a club. Um and, you know, I'm a big fan of that. Jackson talked about – Jax came on and talked about he always starts with the club face, the club, and the pivot being the edge of the body. So when you get one of these people that really wants to make a change, where do you start and how do you help them get there? Well, Tony, you guys you guys have already said it all. I mean, everything you've said. Okay, we'll go to next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the thing that I do – um, there's no question that I, I, I like my people to understand that the fastest way to get better, to change the movement pattern, is with no golf club and no golf ball. And then mm-hmm. the next fastest way is with uh, a golf club, but no ball. You know, I mean, right. so you're taking away all the performance anxiety or the performance anticipation, whatever you want to call it. You're taking all that out of the picture, and you're just focused on a focusing on a motor pattern. And that that's the fastest way to to develop that. Um, you know, now if you're gonna if you're gonna try to do that during a golf lesson, you know, which is what most people want to do, don't they? They want to have some fun and right. a beautiful time of year to work on your game. You know, they want to have some fun. They want to try to see if they if their changes are making the ball better. And so you have to involve the ball. And um, you know, when I get to that, I'm you know we're talking more about what Jackson's talking about. The thing I look at, I kind of break it down into three parts. I, I look at the face first. Um, I like to look at that, the hands to the club before they start, what the grip looks like. And, and then I kind of watch what the, what the wrist angle movements are going back and how they're functioning or not functioning. And then I look at the top of the backswing at what the club face is doing. Um, and then... You know, so I I, re- I really look hard at that, and I kind of make my decisions of what I think need to be done, um, and then I break it up, break it into two other parts. I get down the line, and I look to see if there's big flaws in the in the plane of the swing. You know how the how the club is going back, whether it's changing all planes and pointing this way or that way, and you know, I, I decide whether that's a big issue. And a lot of times that's an issue because of poor grip and and poor posture. Um, so, you know, if, if that's the issue, then I may focus on a lot of down-the-line work with that person, trying to get the club working better. Um, and the, the other thing I look at very heavily is, is the pivot. I get face on and look at how their <coughs> – excuse me, look at how their body's turning, going back, and turning, going through. 
and you know whether their feet and knees and hips are in a supportive role for the you know the pivot motion of the chest and shoulders to you know to turn back and to turn through i mean the true engine of the swing is the pivot and you know it has to have a a, a nice stable foundation to be able to have something to turn on top of so i i, I focus real hard on pivot when and and typically that's the majority of the problem most people's pivots are a little bit flawed you know at best um you know i somebody's got to be really out of whack for me to focus totally just on swing plane but i do look at that i think that's an important uh, important part of when you say when you say that's kind of like last i mean not last but like same for me like you know you get people that are all worried about being too steep from the outside or way too into out i mean most of the time to me like we really start other places because you can don't you think i think i think the i think the two in the out or the or the two outside over the top i think those moves are um dramatically influenced by by the pivot or lack of pivot you know i i really do so i i think the pivot controls a lot of that now you know when i talk about um you know, worried about the plane right off the bat. I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about the club and the club face twisting around and right. getting way off the plane or way under the plane. I'll try to get the club head and face to stay more out on the plane in the first half of their backswing, and that'll that'll generally help them hit it a little bit more solid, and make the you know make the learning experience a little bit more pleasurable than if they're hitting shanks every <laughs> shot or you know something like that. So. You know, they could, if you can get the face and the club head a little bit more on on plane and under control, they can they can push the learning curve a little faster that way. Is what I found out. You know, and I I said this to Jackson um, that I remember watching each of you and Hank when way back in Sandestin, and I remember two separate times where I thought like, why the guys why did he start there? Right? You know? Right. <laughs> And, and and I told Jackson that the older I get, and we've been doing this too long, you and I, right, where we yeah. really should just yeah. be at the beach all the time. But you learn that, like, how much experience and intuition plays a role in it. Like, because I, me and you still teach a good bit together. I still bounce a lot of things off of you. Like, it's those cases where you go to a place, like, where I wouldn't have picked or whatever, or where that's like to me where the real art of coaching is. You know, it's like sometimes you just have a feel or an instinct that, like, I need to clean this up. You know what I mean? And I've seen you do that before with a student. I'm like, hey, I'd get his right hand just a hair more here or this, right? You know, like, and I think that's what people have to understand why it's important to go to somebody that's really good at teaching because, you know, like we always say, you can't get 10 years of experience in one day less than 10 years, but it's not just a program and a process that every single person can start with and go through club face and body. There's a lot of intuition and just gut feelings that are involved, I think. There, there's no question. It's, there's not a cookie-cutter approach to, to doing this thing. And, you know, I was I was just like every young teacher. This is years and years and years ago, but um, – you know, when when I got asked to to do the first golf digest school that I you know was invited to to be a range attendant, um, you know I was like everybody else. I could play a little bit, and 
was a, a decent golfer. Um, and, you know, so I figured I would just step on that practice. We've got about a minute left, Wayne. A minute left, just giving yeah. you a heads up. Okay, I figured I'd, you know, step on that practice tee, and, you know, two, three swings later, I'd be an expert teacher, right? And so I figured out what I was going to do with each student, and then all of a sudden Bob Toski walked on the tee, and I thought, well, this is going to be quick. He's going to see the same thing I saw. And I saw ABC. He saw XYZ. I was like, oh, man, I better hang around and listen to this guy for a while. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, clearly did, I clearly didn't know what I was doing or what I was even looking at. I was a good golfer, but that's all I was, you know, and, and, you know, so I, you know, that was, that was a big decision for me. And I think it's a big decision for all young teachers. Are they willing to, to sit and watch people who've done it a long time and watch experts in their field and, and, and learn from them and, you know, accept, accept knowledge that way, instead of just thinking, you know, it all right off the bat. So I think that's why you have to go to a teacher who's been around a little while. Wayne, awesome stuff, man. This was great. Uh, a lot of stuff in there for teachers, a lot of stuff in there for players wanting to get better. Uh, appreciate, as always. Look, everybody, if you're out there, if you're up in Birmingham or you're around, you need to go to get a lesson from Wayne at Highland Park. You can always go to Do Sweepers Golf, and we'll get him the email. Uh, we always send people to you that come to us in Birmingham. Wayne, appreciate everything. Look forward to catching up with you soon. Hopefully we'll do some stuff here this winter down at Old Palm. Sounds great. Thanks, Tony, for having me on. All right, that's Wayne Flynn. I'm Tony Ruggiero. The Deuce Sweepers Golf Show is going to be right back with more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. The following is an encore presentation of the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lessee. And look, like I said earlier in the show, if you want your place in your house to look like Augusta National, which, by the way, the azaleas are stunning right now, uh, you want to go to Stokely's Midtown Garden Center right down the street from the radio station, uh, right there at the loop on government. Blaine Stokely, huge dew sweeper supporter. And look, I love azaleas, and it always makes me ready for the spring, and it makes me ready for the start of golf season. And now I've got two of my uh, co-patriots here, um, Dr. Greg Carton and Mark Hackett, who you hear Hack on here with me all the time. And uh, guys, thanks for sitting in here for a segment or two. And the topic, we kind of got talking a little bit about this. You were talking about junior golf. I talked earlier with Jackson on the show about how to get ready for tournament season coming up. We got high school season in full swing. Um, Everybody's starting like their member guests. Our boy Wade up at Montgomery Country Club getting ready for their big rights of spring, their big thing. Talking about people getting back in the golf mode and how to prepare and, you know, people starting to put pressure on themselves. Talk a little bit about that. And, Doc, if you wouldn't mind, I think it'd be great. Hack, you kind of touched on it. Like the whole parents and putting pressure on kids. And I've gotten a lot of kids lately where the parents will be like, this is a big semester for our kids. Right. This is a big year, yeah. and that's really important this year. How do you respond to that? Yeah, it, it's it's a real challenge, um, 
being a parent myself and have kids that play sports, uh, trying to get uh, the right message across to a kid who uh, is competing, it doesn't matter what sport, but, but golf specifically, um, I was told a long time ago that the one thing you say to a kid after you watch uh, them play or compete is, hey, I just loved watching you play. It's never about, hey, what, what went wrong out there? What'd you do? Um, because it can send the wrong message. Because what happens is at a young age, we can start to identify uh, with the sport we play and the results that we gain from the, that sport. So the example being when someone plays well, they're treated a different way. Their parents talk to them differently. When they don't, they're treated another way. So the kid starts to uh, develop this identity that, hey, when I play well, I need to play well so people treat me a certain way. So as a parent, the message is always, hey, I just loved watching you play. You never want to talk about results as best you can. And I struggle with this too because it's hard. And I've never met parents who weren't well-intentioned. It's just sometimes the message doesn't get across the right way. I, yeah, I thought that's a great message. And I thought that parents need to hear that because – Obviously, we all see the extremes. We've all been, and look, we're no better. Like, we've had parents at some of these retreats mm-hmm. where they're overbearing and, and, or they're over the top with that type of stuff. Um, and I don't think they realize that as that process goes on, it's one thing in the beginning, but these kids get where they put so much expectations and pressure on themselves. Yeah. And you could see the ones that are dealing with it, they get where they don't even enjoy. Like we've had, you'll see them. Like they, they got the opportunity to be at a great golf course, all this stuff fun. And they're, they're, they're stressed. It's they're, they, you know, it's not fun. Yeah. And then, you know, you've been around hack, you've been around so many good players coming up. And to me, the ones that succeed are the ones that really enjoy trying yeah. to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to sort of build on that a little bit, it, golf's hard enough as it is. And kids put a lot of pressure on themselves internally just to, to perform well but can you imagine showing up to a tournament and thinking you had to play well so that mom and dad liked you right and now that's extreme and that's not what happens and but that's sometimes the message that gets across when they play well they're treated differently and when they well, then if when they, they don't, don't like you whether you play well or not <laughs> yeah, that's a different that's a, you got to talk to someone else about that but but that's what that's what the that's what kids hear Right, right. In so many words, and it's not—it's not exactly that message, but they hear it from their friends too, or their coaches even. Yeah, it's a fine line, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is—is is the be a helicopter mom and dad, but you know their intentions are good, but it gets a little overwhelming, it puts it's excess pressure. pressure. Yeah, that's right. You know, and just you know to say you put a good point. You know, it's fun to watch them play, succeed, and enjoy the sport. I mean, it is a game at the end of the day. So let's shift gears a little bit for both y'all to recreational golfers like whether you're starting they're starting the scratch tours just kicking back up where we are you know great outlet for guys still wanting to play competitive or you got club tournaments i know down here at old palm we're in the middle of tournament season but in alabama where we are as well like you're starting to get where your spring your kickoff events your member tournaments people coming out they got it what do you tell people we'll start with you doc how do you help folks like that plan to get more out of there yeah it's a little it's a little different in terms of where i'm from in the winter we have to take some time off so oftentimes when people start to compete at the end of winter it's funny how how great people play whether they hit balls or not or play during the winter or not uh because the expectation is so low and then after a few rounds they start (laughs) normal golf starts to kick back in and then things become hard and i always say it was joke like the, the better, all we want to do is play better, and then when we play better, golf gets really hard. 
Um, so the idea is that you want to treat every day as we, we talk about this all the time as a new experience. Uh, the stories always get ramped up when we start seasons and ter- we're playing tournaments versus you know playing with buddies. Um, just start to pay attention to what you tell yourself and know that those things are normal, but that each experience is going to be a brand new experience regardless of what's happened before. Pack, same deal. Like you know, Jackson talked a little bit about how people come and they're like, "Oh, I got a tournament this next week," and they're trying to get ready. That that isn't really how it works, right? I mean, you know, what when you when you have all your members and your students and they're going into season and they're ready and they're going to start playing in their tournaments. What what advice do you give them and where do you start them to help get them prepared? Yeah, I mean, preparation's key. You have to have like you have to put your daily plan down on paper, then you can check the boxes. You know, work, expense time on short game and full swing, learn to play, you know, preparation, know the golf course. If you have all this, all the details tied up prior to the event, then it just is you have a better mindset, you have more success, and have fun with it. Yeah, I think, we, you know, <clears throat> one of the themes through the whole thing has been having fun with it, right? And Always while that's all, like, everybody thinks that that's, we're just BSing a little bit, but it really does no, come back, true. like, if you have fun and, uh, you know, even, but you want to remember too. Having fun doesn't mean you have to get excited about hitting bad shots. Right. Right. Having fun means sort of embracing the moment, understanding that it's a challenge, and that there's going to be some bad times on the golf course too. And and you can get a lot out of that. Yeah, I think there's something to like being able to laugh at the bad times a little bit, yeah. and knowing you always talk about this a bunch. Hack you do as well about how hard the game is. Yeah. Right. And I, I think people need. I think one way you get better and enjoy it is if you embrace the fact that it's a hard dang game that we're trying to play teach coach for sure i think you go as far as saying some tour pros don't even have the right expectations for their own game like it's that hard mm-hmm. it's that hard of a game what would be good expectations for a, a 10 handicapper a, a 10 15 handicapper starting to see how, how do you for for me whether you're whatever handicap you are it's the objective is never to hit good shots or shoot good scores it's to make good swings and you make good swings by getting out of your own way. And good swings meaning uh, you're swinging with a sense of freedom so that you can access the skill that you have. And that's it. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, Hack, what about you? Man, yeah, it gets back to, you know, you have to understand, have your expectations and be realistic. A lot of times we have a higher bar than we should be. I mean, you have to set the expectations and want to, you know, move forward and get better and better, but... You can't be, be beat ourselves up because we were failed. To, well, the failure is a big word. Well, and, I, and I think, too, like one of the other things that folks do is like they come and maybe it's been winter, it's been football season, they hadn't played a lot. Yeah. And so they're just back, right? So it's your March, you're going into April, and they got some events and they really haven't practiced play. And they expect to play at the same level or as good as they were at the end of last season when they've been playing for six months, right? right? Like, to pick right back up. And I think that that's another thing. Like, you know, it always goes back to me, too. Like, uh, I've had players that when they've been sick and they've been hurt and they don't expect to play good because they feel like crap, they end up playing good, right? And it's like, uh, you know, that happens so often. And yet, you know, if if there was a way to get golfers to always go out to play in their club tournaments and f- realize and feel like they were sick and they're not supposed to play good, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be said about that. It happens up up north all the time. Yeah, take a few months off and show up, and everyone plays great the first couple of days out. Yeah, absolutely. Hack, Doc, 
Cheers. You're the best. You're the best. Doc always thanks for sitting in, and you look especially good with that Dew Sweepers Old Palm Vineyard Vine hat. <laughs> Hack looking sporty as always. <laughs> Want to remind everybody out there, don't forget we got another episode of Pro Work is out on YouTube now. We got some great stuff coming at you from all the Dew Sweepers and down here at Old Palm. Make sure you check all that out. Plus, everything you need to play better golf is available for you at DewSweepersGolf.com. The Dew Sweepers Golf Show will be back next week with more help for your golf game.